You're autistic. <sighs> mm-hmm. I had I had I had that on record too. Yeah. Yeah. Not 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 with me saying anything, but you saying it. I bet. Yeah. Yep. 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 All right. I'm I'm gonna ask you something, and I need you to answer honestly. Oh God. Are you ready? I guess. Okay. In the middle of the night, when I go to the bathroom, uh-huh. and or when I wake up in the morning to go to the gym, uh-huh. which is ironically still in the middle of the night, right? <laughs> yeah. Are you ever, are you ever awakened by the sound of the toilet lid slamming a little bit too hard? It has happened, but it doesn't happen often. Okay. Okay. Now you know that we have a toilet lid that doesn't slam, so. I can drop it from the highest point. Yeah, like. And it won't go down yeah. fast. It'll still go down slow. So I say that to remind you. I'm going to tell you what it is. But what it's not is it's not me slamming the toilet lid down with my hands or dropping it. Okay. It's not that. What's happening is, is the way I stand up sometimes because I'm getting old and sometimes I have to push off from my knees to stand up from the toilet seat. Especially if I sit there too long, (laughs) my legs get tired because I have to sit down and pee if I pee in the middle of the night because I don't want to cut the light on. Okay. Because I don't want to wake you up. Okay. So to safely make sure that all the urine goes in the toilet, (laughs) I just sit down and just make it easy on everybody. Okay. But in the morning, I might, you know, start looking at the news or whatever and then, you know, my knees get tired and I stand up (laughs) by pushing off of my knees. What's happening is, is, is as I'm standing and I push up off my knees... I'm shooting forward a little bit too far, so my meat is getting caught underneath <laughs> the toilet, the toilet seat, what? and it elevates off the seat Jesus. just a little bit. And then when I stand up, it it <laughs> flops off of my meat, and that's when the toilet seat hits. What is the happening? So that's what happens. Oh my! God. So if ever you hear that sound, that's what it just, is. No, it's old nigga knees, and, and your dick caught in. Yeah, my foot. dick gets caught. In the what toilet seat, or like in between the Ew. seat and the rim. That sounds gross. Yeah, it's pretty bad. But it happens. But does it hurt? No, 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 it doesn't hurt because it's just happening as I'm standing. So imagine, like it's not like the head. Okay. It's you know where where it slumps down, and okay. that part is just catching the toilet seat just enough to raise the seat up a little bit, and then it flops down oh my god so when it happens i go fuck i bet she thinks that i'm just slamming the lid down which i can't do anyway right but i guess because it it raises up just enough to where that i guess hydraulic little i think when i've heard it before i thought it was that um that pooping stool thing Mm, you had squatty potty yeah no 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 not the squatty potty definitely the lid and it's happened at least a handful of times yeah i'm like ah and it's loud did i wake her up I feel you move anyway, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So (laughs) after getting through that, let me pull this up. I'll cut all this out. All right. All right. We're going to intro this thing. Have we been? Yeah. We introed it last time. Okay. Maybe it was the time before. Well, I didn't like intro it like, what's up, people? Yeah, it's been kind of casually just going into it. I like it. What the casual? Yeah, or so, just sometimes. like the. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess since we haven't done it in a while, you know, 
What's up, everyone, and welcome to the Feelings First <laughs> Facts Center podcast. I go by the name Nathan Mitchell, and as always, I'm accompanied by the lovely Christina. Hey. Hey, 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 and we are in this thing for episode 71. I, I did not listen to episode 70. I haven't had a chance. I always listen, but I, I have not had the opportunity which, to listen. Which was released yesterday. Right. Well, by the time everyone's hearing this, it would have been a week ago, but for yeah. us, it was yesterday, and uh, I... I I'm not looking forward to listening to it. No. No, nah, I don't I don't know what it is, but maybe okay. I just feel like that that wasn't a strong one. I feel like that was just a meh, really meh one. Okay. But I feel that way a lot about you a do. lot of things. Mm-hmm. But this one, I, even when editing it, I didn't even go back. And besides the points that I needed to edit, like, <laughs> like delete or cut out or bleep, mm-hmm. I really didn't listen to anything else of that. So okay. Not looking forward to it. I probably won't. All right, that's fair. I'll probably just hit play and uh, turn the volume down, which I encourage anyone to do. Anyone that's like just sick of listening to us, just let it, just let just it play like, out. Just give yeah, it a just listen, turn the volume down, let it play out, yeah. go do something else, play a video game. I don't know. Go sit on the toilet and stand up properly. That way you don't cause any <laughs> noises, but yeah. Yeah. Episode 71. So um, before we get into the main topic, which the main topic is going to be about long distance relationships. And then there's like a little subtopic that I want to talk about as far as certain things that certain people should look for when they're looking for quote unquote chemistry with another person. Okay. So, so that's going to be kind of the, the main topic and then the, the pre main topic. But I do want to go back and address something that was brought up. I want to say, was it episode 70 or 69 where I talked about uh, Elon Musk and Twitter? Was that the last episode? I think so. God, why does this seem like if it feels yeah. like any time we do something, even though that was recorded not that long ago? No, it feel it still feels like Forever. it was such a long time ago. Yeah, I don't know why, but I, I do want to bring that back up, and it's probably old news now. But in the previous episode, I talked about how I thought it was ironic that Elon Musk, after purchasing Twitter for the sole purposes of bringing back freedom of speech and yada mm-hmm. yada yada, and I'm sure there were other things that are involved, but the main push was to promote freedom of speech because Twitter was kind of falling short of that with, uh, I guess, suppressing anything that could have been anti-leftist okay, or whatever you want to call it, right? But uh, ironically, he, last week, from what I saw, there was a headline talking about how he uh, suspended one person and he, I don't know if he suspended the other person or if he just put out a warning, but basically they were trolling him. And they were uh, mocking him. And I think they changed their Twitter picture and their handle. So they were fucking with it. them. Right. They were fucking with him. So he responded. And, and the only reason why I'm bringing this back up is because his response actually made things make a little bit more sense. Okay. So the reason why he suspended them. And before he suspended them, he sent out a warning to everyone that, A, if your account is verified... If you change your handle, you had to be re-verified. So you can't, okay, be, I guess you can't be verified fair. and then now say your name is Because now you're, it's a different thing, yeah. Because it's confusing people. The whole point of that being verified sense. is so everyone knows that this is you and everything. And that, that's really you. Right, right. Or even if it's not you, this represents you. Right, right, right. So if you have a check or whatever it is for Twitter, is it a blue check for Twitter? I think so. 
I think so. Okay, I'm s such a dinosaur. But whatever it is for Twitter, if you have that and you decide to change your name, then that's an issue because now it looks as if you are acting as if you're that person, which could throw people. I I see that. And then they change their picture from what from what I read, their, their picture was changed. And because of that, that's why he then decided to suspend. That makes a little bit more so, sense. So it was less, being hurt. right. It was less of, it was less that he was trolled and it was more of a, um, I guess you could say, I, what'd you call it? Security or what would you call it? I, I guess just to make sure that there's no misinformation being spread and no, there's no misrepresentation, confusion, right? As far as him being misrepresented and someone thinking I think that's that, fair. that it was him. So I think that, that yeah, that okay. was pretty fair. And that makes a little bit more sense than him just being a baby about yeah. people trolling him. Right. Right, right, right. Okay. So, which, because he's a troll. I was going to say. Yeah, he's a troll. Him of all people. But- Again, at the time when we recorded, not that, I mean, not that it's a big deal. I mean, but at the time that we recorded, there was only one side that was put out and the side that was put out was. Made it seem like it, it was Made it seem like, hey, they kicked us off because we were trolling him, knock, knock, knock. But no, it was. That makes more sense. Because they violated the, the rules and one of the rules are if, if you want to change your name, you need to be re-verified and, and yeah, you can't impersonate someone else in your profile picture you can do whatever you want within your feed but you can't act as if you're someone else especially if you're yeah i could see how that would be confusing and cause problems correct potentially correct 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 speaking of um confused and causing problems <laughs> i and and this is I'm, i might be putting my tinfoil hat on a little bit for this one but um i found it really ironic that Right after the midterm elections, mm -hmm. which there, just happened, which just happened, right? There are reports that are being sent out basically saying that that whole loan forgiveness thing that Biden was a hero for, for doing it, uh -huh. is now getting shot down mm. and going as far as saying that, uh, I guess, and, and this is, I, I'm not a politician and I'm, I'm not heavy in this, but this is from my basic understanding of it. So if I'm wrong, then correct me because I, I, I would like to know um, exactly what it is and understand it a little bit better. But from what I understand, basically making modifications to the budget like that by, by paying off student loans, that has to go through the proper channels. You can't just push it out as an executive order. Okay. So that's why it's being shot down because it wasn't it didn't go through the proper chain of command. Now, my conspiracy theory hat, my tinfoil hat goes on by saying they knew this this entire time. Of course. There's no way that 1000% that wasn't known when that was that this out. was news to that Biden news and to his them. people. Right. <laughs> yeah. But before anything is said or done by anybody, I'm sure it it gets hit with a fine tooth comb and they make sure everything's right, exactly. taken care of before anyone makes any moves that could potentially cause harm or, you know, whatever it may be. But um here we are right after, you know, you get and I and and I, anyone that was already a Democrat, you're already going to vote Democrat. So mm -hmm. you're not getting anyone 
that was already on your side to switch sides. There are just hard people that are just going to vote left or right, and they're going to do that until the day they die, regardless of what's happening. But I'm pretty sure that there were a good amount of people out there that could have had their votes, you know, swinging towards the left direction because of what the left looked like that they were doing for students, because there are a lot of people out there with crippling student loan debt, and that $10,000 could have helped out a lot of people. Now, I'm not sure if it's completely off the table or if it's going to come back around. There's some sort of bump in the road. But it just seems foul to me that now the truth about it comes out right after we no longer need you. And so I, I think that that's messed up. Plus, plus, and then, then, I, then I start thinking deeper into this. I go, well, what about all the people that filed the application or went through the application process to get all this taken care of? What happens to them? What happens to their information? Is their information safe? Is their information being used for something else? It's like all, all that is is pretty crazy to me, especially when you start thinking, and I could be wrong, but the way I'm thinking is, is that they knew this the entire time. Of course they They did. knew this before they pushed this out. They knew this before they put out a website. They knew this before they started collecting people's information, a lot of people's information. And then mm-hmm. now here they are. Psh- Mm-hmm. putting a halt on it. Do you need to fix it? I don't know. I think. Hang on. I don't know. I that's, Things like that just mm-hmm. rub me the wrong way. I just feel like people are being taken advantage of. And you know how I feel about people being taken advantage of. I'm just, I'm so, so against it's it. It's not, it doesn't surprise me. No. No, no, no. Not at all. Not at all. How many people do you think were directly affected by that? And and by directly affected, I mean, how many people do you think already signed up for the student loan debt relief, if you had to guess? A shit ton. A shit ton. Yeah. Put a number on it. I'm going to Google it. I'm going to Google it. Millions. Okay. Thanks. Being <laughs> super vague twice. Okay. It, <laughs> according to President Biden... He says that 22 million people have okay. signed up for the student loan forgiveness. Okay. And this was this was dated back to October 21st. Okay. So I'm, I'm guessing more people have signed up between mm-hmm. then and now. I, I can't really see if there's any updated numbers here. Huh. Wow. So, so far, or from what this is saying, because I'm, I'm scrolling down, it's saying that 8 million signed up or applied October 17th and then according to Biden on the 21st 21st it was 22 million mm. so that's a that's a big jump for a couple of days but if, if it's something as easy to do as getting online and, and putting in I've I, I I'm fortunate enough where I don't have to worry about it because G, the GI bill took care of everything um took it took care of all my schooling for me but um yeah that's that's a lot of people that people. were let down and that's a lot of a, a lot of millions of dollars that I guess we'll see what promised. happens. You know, you multiply that by ten thousand. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're backing down now. There's gotta be a better way. Or there's gotta be another way. Especially if if that's truly your agenda is to help out people that, you know, have outrageous student loan debt. Well, if you have outrageous student loan debt, what is ten thousand dollars anyway? Well, it's better than not. Ten thousand dollars. I guess. I mean, I I get what you're saying. You know, how much is it really? And that was a lot of people's argument too. 
I, but I, th- I think that's still that's such a dumb argument, though. I mean, really, and, and not not to not to shit on what you just said, but even if it was you know a hundred thousand dollars, yeah, ten thousand dollars that helps out a lot. And I'm sure some people ten thousand dollars might put them at halfway finished. They might be at or would have wiped it out for some or or yeah. could have wiped it out for certain people. Mm-hmm. So ten thousand dollars goes a long way for people that would really need it. But I I understand what you're saying. If if it's not gonna wipe it out for you. And the interest is going to still compound. Maybe there could have been, a, maybe there could have been an alternative option that could have helped people in the long run. Is is that where you were getting at? Yeah, I guess. Sure, that's a scenario. Or am I just trying to save you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I I said what I said, and I still feel about it the way I feel about it. And I, I said it because I'm not sure how the interest works on it because this is something that that I didn't have to deal with. But I do know that it does get really ridiculous and for people that make just the regular minimum payments and for some people you're talking about you know easily a thousand dollars a month if you just make that minimum payment Mm -hmm. then you're not even touching the principal you're just Mm -hmm. you're paying at the interest as if this was a mortgage however it it doesn't necessarily mean like a mortgage that in 30 years you're going to have this thing paid off you could be paying this until the day you die and mm-hmm. then it, it haunts the people or it could haunt the people that you leave behind mm-hmm. because now it taps into other things. So right. maybe, and again, maybe I was shooting you bail and you weren't even there. You're just shitting on the idea of giving you $10,000. <laughs> yeah. But, but, but maybe, yes, for some people, $10,000 would help, but that interest is just going to pile back up. There should be an alternative option to help out people that are in extreme amount of debt for school, especially considering the people out there that have found themselves in careers that don't put them in a position where they get paid down but, yeah. fast enough. Because mm-hmm. that sucks. But I and I and I don't I don't want to go down this rabbit hole because it's a big rabbit hole. Because as I sit down I think about okay, well what about the people that went and they, they got they got into debt for something that they knew wasn't going to make them any money. Mm-hmm. Like you just know, and this is just a passion thing. Like, is is it now on you? But this is also a decision that you made when you were eighteen. And even though, you're well, if an we adult, really want to go there, which I don't want to, because this is too no, serious no, no, we, we and it's a little bit depressing. Like the whole the whole student loan system is fucked. The fact that we're even here needing to give people a forgiveness lets you know that we need to reevaluate the the, the entire fucking thing. Right. And that's really the problem. Right, right, right. That's right. really the problem. To avoid people to end up in this place in the future on right. top of there being some, okay, some sort of relief. But now what do we do going forward? Because what, every, every so often we're going to need this to happen because the whole system is fucked. But again, that's a whole nother... Oh uh, yeah, good point. Because if you if you forgive ten thousand dollars today, what happens to the seventeen year olds that are about to turn eighteen and yeah, about to graduate gonna, and that are about to about to be go in the same into the real boat. world and about to get in back ten to the same fifteen boat. years? Right. It's going to be a whole other set of people in the same situation. So it's fucked up. So it's almost like you're you're putting a band aid on something that you know it's about. It's it's not gonna it's not gonna be worth a damn after after no. everyone applies. And they and they they get reimbursed, but but I say all that to say, either way it goes, if you were under the impression that you were going to get 
assistance and that you were going to get $10,000 taken off or up to $20,000, right? Wasn't it up to $20,000? Had, um, had a Pell Grant. Yeah. Yeah. Well, whatever it is, if you were going to receive any support and you were under the impression that yeah, a lot of people were excited help about you. it. And a lot and of people, it was going to help. I'm not, there were a lot of people that it was going to help, mm -hmm. but there's the same amount of people I feel who it wasn't really going to do shit for. But either way, I'm sure it's disappointing. Right. And if you were set up, I feel for you. Mm -hmm. And and I hope that you get some sort of support. And I hope that those people are heard. Because I, I luckily, I wasn't in a position where I had to worry about that. But... I do know what it feels like to be in debt. Yeah. And I do know what it feels like to feel like you're drowning in something. Mm -hmm. And it's not a good feeling. It's not a good feeling at all. So prayers, hopes and prayers. But to get out of that, let's circle it back to dating, right? Mm -hmm. College is a great place to meet somebody, right? I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I'm trying to segue out of it. How, how many, how many people, how many people do you think end up in successful relationships after marriage? And by successful? After college. After college, after college. What, what did I say? After marriage. So I say how many people end up after successful relationship after, after marriage? marriage. Yeah, I'm, I'm an idiot. Yeah. How many people <laughs> do you think end up in a successful relationship after college? And by successful, I that mean. That they met in college? Uh -huh, and okay. then it led to marriage. Okay. And now. I don't care if the marriage lasted, but it it made it a marriage. Like a percentage? Uh-huh. I don't have a percentage, but I can say that I know a handful of people that that was the case for. Okay. Like, it's it's not an uncommon thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I know one person. Who they met in college. In college. Mm-hmm. I, I know a handful of people. Yeah, good for you. You know, you know some, some pretty good people. But then again, I don't know a lot. I don't know too many people that graduated college. <laughs> that, but that even I, people you work with, no, 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 that no, was no. In scenario? I know them, but I don't know their life. If that makes sense. By okay, let me what? let me be clear about what what I meant by that last statement. I don't know a whole lot of people that went to college and graduated. And by no, I mean actually have real personal relationships with no but i'm just saying like not even like that i don't talk to all the people that i work with so i don't i don't know how they met their partners i'm not i don't i don't engage in conversation like that so i don't know i do know people that went to college and i know people that are married but i don't know if they met their significant other okay in college i only know about one particular person okay that met his his wife freshman year and they went all through college together dating. But interestingly, then... the people that I know that that's their situation, their parents were like that. Mm. Oh, well, that's a, and that kind of ties into to the main topic. Huh. I wonder how many strange couples are out there. What does like, that mean? Like, you know, like, have you ever seen those couples that you look at them and you go, how the hell did they... Because of how they look. Yeah, yeah. Because like one doesn't make sense for one, the other. Yeah, one doesn't make sense. Well, no, I guess no. I guess both of them one wouldn't make sense for the other. On both, on both <laughs> of them. Right, right, right. True, 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 Because one, one person. No, but you could be like one. You know, it was a come up for one of them. Granted, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't but make like, sense. It looks stranger for the other person because you're like, that doesn't. Like, why? 
in your mind, you envisioned them with someone who looked more like them. Right. <laughs> but meanwhile, in college, and, and that's the only reason why I brought it up with this, is because you, A, you get to grow with someone, right? Yeah. So you're, you're, you're at this point in your life where it's almost like a reset button. Like after high school, if done properly, you mm-hmm. kind of reset. Like mm-hmm. you're not in that high school mode. Like you get a right. hard reset on life. You're meeting all new friends. Mm-hmm. If you're, especially if you're going outside of your typical bubble that you grew up in, mm-hmm. and then now you get to meet people with a lot of common interests. Yeah. Right? So here you are. You're sharing classes with one another. There, there you go. You have an interest in that. And now, a lot of like firsts together correct you know what i mean and i think that that ties people together right so now here you are you might be someone that might not in in any other circumstance have met that person and build a bond with that person but now here you are building (laughs) building a Mm -hmm. bond with someone that you know like a true bond Mm -hmm. not not based off of looks Looks. and and this is where we're getting at looks yeah for two people that don't don't look together don't don't look right together, and right. it usually that usually means that one person leveled up and one person, you know, is a settler, or appears to be, or maybe they don't feel that way. Okay, but our our perception says right. that that because there there's something there's a reason, right? Unless like you knock somebody up and now you're just trying to do right by them, that's a whole different situation. But if you chose that and you're happy, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, because there's those situations. Yeah, too. you got to. Yeah, you got to shoot. Yeah, you got to get some bail. <laughs> got to do the right thing. If, <laughs> you know. yeah. Well, you see it all the time with celebrities when you you find out who a celebrity's married to. Yeah, that happens. Yeah. You're like, oh, that's who. The, you know who got hit hard with that was um, uh, Omari Hardwick. I don't know who that is. You never watched Power, right? No. Are you familiar with the the actor? I guess if I see him, power. maybe I don't know. Light skinned black dude, full nice beard. Anyway, he's 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 a handsome handsome black guy. Okay. And uh, once people saw his wife, they trashed him for who he was married to. And I felt and I felt so bad for the wife. Yeah, that's because she didn't ask for any of she that. She didn't ask for any of that. She <laughs> she didn't. You know, she probably was hoping. Which, from what I understand, his story. He was he I I seen him I've seen him act in, in other things before but supposedly he wasn't you know doing too well mm-hmm. and then once he got on a show with with Fifty I want to say he was still not doing too well even with the first season but then the show took off and then he started making his money so now here she is probably rooting for him rooting for him rooting of for course. him and now he becomes famous and then he shows up with her on the red carpet and it's like. Yikes. How the hell are you with her? And I think it, now that we're saying specific examples, I think you see it more with men who the woman doesn't make sense. But I could see how for men, especially in the public eye, it might have a lot to do with loyalty. Yeah. And having this woman well, haven't been a writer. And you know this. Them. And you know this from, from right. first hands. For sure. Right. So I think... But the situation that we're talking, no, right? I've seen <laughs> yeah. examples. I just want to make, like, make it clear for yeah. this, right, right? More so for what you do for a living. Yes, right. I see it often. Mm-hmm. But I think the scenario that we're talking about, where it seems like it appears that the man is settling or the person is settling, is more the man. I think we see it more like with men who the woman doesn't make any 
MRIs any sense. Well, because physically, right? Because there's always this leeway that uh, there's always this leeway that's given to unattractive men that are with attractive women. Correct. Because we give him the benefit of doubt of having good game. Right. Either he he's in a position of power. Right. Maybe money. not maybe, maybe not necessarily power over her, but just yeah. status. Mm-hmm. He has money. Right. His dick games. Something. 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 There's a reason. Something that's fly <laughs> about this nigga. That, like, right. He's not like she she's still somehow some way benefiting. Right. Mm-hmm. She still chose up. But when we see it the other way, you you typically don't understand it because you go, okay, well, he looks like this, and in and in in this particular example, oh, and he's an actor, and he's an actor on a successful show right now, mm-hmm. so he has money. How is he with this person? Right. But you know, like like you're saying, most of the time it's because this is out of loyalty, but not loyalty like he's stuck. Like he, no, like, he can't, like this person has like, been no, 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 there this person for the process. Down. I love this person. Yeah. And this person was with me when I wasn't in a position of getting right the people that you think that I deserve. Correct. Because you're seeing me like this. You're seeing me on the up. But there's you a didn't back see story. me when I was a bummer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? she could, maybe she was supporting him and trying to make right. his dreams come true. Right. Right, right, right. A lot of that. Right. But when we look at it head on, it, it's that we're not too forgiving. That sucks for the person because people are, are awful with the comments. Especially for women because women I women know. are just sensitive. And women know. Oh, y'all. You can look oh, at your yeah, man yeah, and yeah, be yeah, like. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and that could be a like, big insecurity. Ugh. Nasty. What, what wasn't it the same thing with uh Hugh Jackman? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Didn't People he talk uh, shit about? It. Have you seen his wife? No, but I but I've yeah. I've heard that. Yeah, but they're they're from the they're from the. Jeez, <laughs> is that real? Yes. No. I, I swear to God, babe, I'm not making this shit up. This is her like done up, but still crazy. Done up. Almost a different person, but you no, saw no, what no, the no, real but, person no, but, looks no, but like. still, no, but still crazy. But but done up is almost a different person. Yeah, him. he gets he gets a lot of sh- well. They've gotten this is a blurry picture, but look at this one. It's bad, as far as like what we're saying. Mm. I'm sure she's a, a great person. This is. I wish it wasn't so blurry, but she's. I think she's a lot older. Yeah, and just not very attractive. Yeah. You you know what guys think when we see that? Because I, I know I know women have a harder time digesting it. We go, good dick sucks. Easily. I think women say the same thing. Oh, okay. Like, oh, there's something she's doing. She's For, doing something. I, I think everybody. I think everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where everybody's head goes. Right, right. We definitely don't think that she's, you know, I mean, we think we think it, but our initial knee-jerk reaction isn't, she's a great listener and she... Does all his taxes <laughs> yeah. for him cooks and things like him. that. Cooks for him. No, no, yeah, 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 yeah. She, she sucking all the dick. Yep, yep. I, I told you the story about um. <laughs> I mean, this is this is not related in in terms of how they looked with one another. Okay. But this is how I, I would imagine it would be. So I don't know if I said it here, but this was when I was serving in the military and I was invited to um, a sergeant's house. And at the time I was like a Lance corporal or something like that. So I was an E3, he was an E5, he was above me. So he invited me over his house to have dinner with him and his wife. Okay. Now, I don't know if he told her that that I was showing up, but he knew that I was showing up. I don't know if, if okay. she knew. 
But when, when I came over the house or when I got there with him, she took his, his jacket off. She sat him down, took his boots off his feet and served him waffles. Okay. That's what he has every, every day. He comes home That's from work. Thing. She takes his shoes and socks off. He sits in front of the television and she feeds him waffles. That's his daily routine. And then she looked at me and she's like, do you want waffles? I'm, uh-uh. No, 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 no. I, I don't want any waffles. No, <laughs> thing. no thing. So when I see things like that, I, I immediately think like, oh, she gives this nigga waffles. All the waffles. All the waffles. Because what would have happened if I wasn't there? Probably something else. You know what I'm saying? Right. You probably, there was something that got left out. Mm -hmm. Some waffles and some, you know. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what? If this woman is living her best life and he's taking care of everything, then I feel like, okay, you get to walk in the door and no, 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 get no, your no, dick sucked. No, no, he's a piece of shit to her. Oh. Yeah, yeah, But like, yeah. was she taken care of? That's what I'm saying. Like, uh, money, provided yeah, for. Yeah, but provided, that's what provided I'm saying. for, provided yeah. for. But I'm, that's sometimes all a woman needs, But But I watched, him, I watched him yell at her in front of me. Okay, but still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying that for, for some women, <laughs> yeah. if you don't have to go to work- yeah. And everything is taken care of financially. Mm -hmm. You might be okay yeah. with daily dick sucks. And they, and they had a beautiful family. Beautiful little family. Nice house. Okay. Taken care of. You know what I'm saying? They didn't look like the odd couple. But yeah. Shoes off. Socks off. He sat down. And then he, he said, excuse me a second. And then she <laughs> raised a plate of waffles with syrup. He didn't ask for it. Well, he didn't have to. No, nope, he didn't have to ask for it. This right. was just routine. This is what my man comes home to. Okay. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> well, I'm Super sure for you. Because I, I know, yeah, no. Well, well, I, I, I don't know if your family was like this, but that sounds like that would be something that would be, be more of a, the Hispanic culture. Yeah. Like I didn't, catering, that's not something that yeah. I, I've But it, it almost out of like a fear. Mm, yeah, well, that's how she was. Right, right, right. That's how right, she right, was. Right. right, right, right. I've seen a lot of that. Right. Yeah. That's how she was. Like it's not. There's nothing romantic about it. Right. Because when she asked me, she didn't ask me like, "Hey, you want some waffles?" It was almost like, "Do you want waffles?" And I was like, "Oh no!" Like she looked. I was like, "Oh, it made me uncomfortable." No, no, no. Yeah. I'm good. Oh. Like I, I had a lot of friends growing up, Hispanic friends. This wasn't the situation in my house, but they're. Their mothers, like, did everything for the father. Like, you serve your man food. You make sure his clothes are ironed. Mm -hmm. You get up in the morning with him and make him coffee, mm -hmm. pack his lunch. But it's almost like an obligation. Yikes. And there might be some consequences, <laughs> if not, type of thing. Schmeck. <laughs> yeah. Schmeck. Schmeck. Yeah. I wonder if, um, if it's ever the opposite. Like if there's ever men that are in fear of of their their women, I don't know if there's a fear, mm -hmm. but I've seen some men like the the catering is on their part to that extreme. Mm. Yeah, like you do everything for that person, everything. They they would if you died tomorrow, they wouldn't even know how to put gas in their car. Uh, but not not fear that something physical might happen. Well, yeah, yeah I mean. Well, well, you say that, but there there is this woman that goes to the gym with me, 
And I'm not with you. No, 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 not with me. <laughs> but she, we go to the same gym. Uh huh. And the other morning, she was kind enough and she held the door open for me. Now, any other time, if it's a lady opening the door for me, I would kind of run up to the door and I would, you know, make sure I hold it and say, you know, say thank you. Like I, I would take it. Okay. This woman, easily, easily, two twenty five, two thirty. She's about six two ish. Big woman. Bigger than me. Looks like if I ever got into an argument with her, she she might get the best of me. Right? She was <laughs> she was some serious. <laughs> I let her hold the door. I didn't run up. Not not because not because I had no respect for her, but because it was like I felt chivalr- like I felt like she was being chivalrous to me. And that and that because I'm a smaller man, a smaller like man. she's supposed to do that for me. So I just I you let it happen. I, yeah. Let me let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Imagine this. Imagine this. She's holding the door up high. She's taller than me. I went. Uh, my head went underneath <laughs> no, her arm. No, I no. swear. I swear. She held it like, like that. Like I do for my my daughter. She, held, do for she children. held it. She held it like that. She held it like that. And I walked right underneath it and I I looked up at her and I said thank you. And I did not feel bad. I did not feel like man. I should have got that door. Do you think because she's big, automatically she's gonna threaten you physically? Do you think that's her like her style? Like just because. <laughs> No, <laughs> it's tough. no, like she's think, whooping I, her man's no, ass. I'm like. sure she's a sweetheart, but because <laughs> but because she's big, I felt like I deserved for her to hold the door for me. <laughs> I did, and I did not feel bad. And I and I thought about it as I walked. Around. I was like, should I feel bad about this? And I was like, no. not at all, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> did, not. did not. That's pretty crazy. Because any any other situation. I would have felt bad for a woman doing anything for me because I feel like that, uh, that should have been. Reminds me of the curb your enthusiasm where the woman was carrying his luggage. Oh yeah, and oh, he, yeah. Did, he no. made him really uncomfortable. See, yeah, see, yeah. there you go. Yeah, that's what it is. As I get older, my inner Larry David <laughs> starts yeah. to <laughs> starts uh, to starts you guys to have a lot in common. <laughs> oh yeah, what's that? <laughs> Name a few things. Oh man. Yeah. Okay. How about it? Mm-hmm. How about it? How about it? All right, you ready to get serious for a second? Sure. Okay, so you were kind of talking about uh, when we were talking about the college students, uh-huh. and you were talking about how, interestingly enough, the people that met their significant other Yeah, I know some college, of their parents, it was the same thing, yeah. Their parents are the same thing. So one of the things that, or one of the, I, I saw an article the other day that, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, we should we should do more of this, which... I, I don't want to digress, so I'll stay on the topic before before I, I go all, off the rails. But this article was saying that instead of trying to find the quote unquote chemistry with someone when that we think of that we that we initially think of, like okay. oh, you know, do we have the same hobbies? Da, 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 da. Like how does it yeah, feel? Yeah, the sparks with the person, and, the sparks, yeah, and all these mm-hmm. other things. What we should be looking at is we should be tapping in and asking questions about someone's childhood and their family and their family and what did that look like so uh how, how were they raised right and whether or not how they were raised affects with or no more importantly whether they are aware that mm-hmm. how they were raised impacts them today and their relationships and their relationships because without a question how you were raised impacts how you are today Regardless. But are you aware of that? Are you aware of it? Because a lot of people might not be. Might not be aware that yeah. what they experience might not have been normal. Or even on the good side. Maybe on the good side, they were raised with 
you know, both parents in the household. But knowing da, 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 that da. that's not typical. Knowing right. Yeah. Knowing that that's not typical. And uh knowing that you know, if you're going to be in a situation where you're with someone that it is not like that, you need to be more mindful that what you had was a blessing and that some of the things that you might expect from this person because of <laughs> yeah. what what you're used to seeing, yeah. it might not be there. It might take a little bit of extra yeah. for them. That's and, been the case with us, I feel like. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. I I and but I've I've been on here yeah openly saying and I you know, you and I have had plenty of conversations. Yeah. What I have is clearly something that's rare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not only is it rare that both my parents are still together because American parents are still together, but blacks and they like each other because there's a lot of people who are together but their parents can't they can't stand one another right right? everybody does their own thing it's just like at this point it's a convenience thing you've been together for so long like why would you leave that person Mm -hmm. your your parents actually still enjoy one another right right so not only getting a a better understanding about what that other person has been through as far as their childhood and, and and what that looked like but not only if they are aware of it, aware of it, but what are they doing about it? Okay. Which I think is important. Mm-hmm. And again, that can apply to whether it's good or bad. Obviously, if you've had a good upbringing, you probably don't need to seek therapy. Mm-hmm. But it's still a good idea to. What are you doing about it? Okay, are you acknowledging you know this? Are you are you, you know, teaching people? Are you educating people on who you are? Mm-hmm. And yada yada yada, and uh, some of your experiences, and um. All of this can be a good way to mindlessly or avoid mindlessly dating someone without having an understanding of actually what you're getting yourself into. And the problems that could come up because of it. Right. And the problems that could come up because of childhood trauma. Mm -hmm. And typically there's not going to be any problems from someone that, you know. I don't know if that's true. Well, Well, uh, we're we're talking about like what they're the example of a relationship that they had between their parents, but it doesn't mean that you still might not be fucked up for other reasons. True. <laughs> true, 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 true. But, and, and I guess just to go along the... Because um... sometimes, now that you say that, I, I've i seen an, uh, an example of this where it's someone um, that I know, their parents are still together, mm-hmm. and they have a, a beautiful relationship Older people still have sex all the time, like mm-hmm. are super affectionate. Mm-hmm. But this person and their siblings have had horrible relationship experiences. And this person has expressed to me that it's almost like chasing this idea of what they saw growing up mm. and how there's this expectation that has almost been like a fantasy that hasn't been able to be fulfilled. Right, they set the goalposts too high. Right. Right. And interestingly enough, it's been that person and their siblings have uh, not had successful relationships. Gotcha. I can see that. So Cause it's a lot there's of that too. It's a lot of pressure. I, I, this is what I saw, so this is what I want. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to settle for anything else. Right, so anything that seems short of that. Even though, not even though maybe a little bit of work Correct. could put you in a position where you and your significant other are now at that at that point, you're 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 quick on the trigger to like this is this isn't it. This isn't yeah. gonna work because in, in your head everything this is what it's supposed to right, look like. It's supposed to be one, two, three, four, five, and then that's it. 
So there, that, that could almost be a curse. Eesh. I can see that. Ugh. Being a person is really complicated. <laughs> and then, and <laughs> being, then being, a, being a person <laughs> and then being with another person. That's why I think I said it once. Like, relationships are little miracles. The relationships that work. Daily miracles. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Daily. Yeah. Yeah. Successful relationships are a miracle. Hmm. Considering how fucked up we are as people. Yeah. On different levels. So... How would you go about tapping into someone's childhood earlier, early enough on in a relationship to where you're getting an understanding of who this person is? I think I think that's easier than you would think. I think seeing what someone's relationship, direct relationship with their parents is, will tell you a lot. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Now that I think about it. Yeah. How about that? I'll tell you a lot really quickly. Yeah, I should have known. <laughs> yeah, because it, it could be it could be something as simple as asking the person, "Are your parents still together?" And that's, or what is and your relationship a, with your parents? Your relationship? Yeah, are you all with close? Your are you, is your family close? Yeah, do you see each other? How often do you see your parents? How often do you talk to your parents? I think that's an easy thing to figure out really quickly. How's your relationship with your siblings? Yeah. Yeah. That, that'll answer a lot of questions really quickly. With that, and it would just open up a space to have good and conversations. Then, yeah, and then based on that, it's like, okay, what are these conversations looking like? They acknowledge, hey, you know, I grew up really fucked up. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, I've come a long way. I've had to do a lot of self-work because I know I learned later on in life none of that was normal So or that. Or they don't think anything is wrong with it, and that should be a red flag. That should be a red flag. Or if they don't want to talk about it. That or should be if red they flag. don't want to talk about it, right? Now, I, I and, and just to be clear, I, I could definitely see where overstepping your boundaries, especially early on, someone might not want to give up on it. Well, I think I, where I were. I would assume people would know like appropriate timing, but that could look different. That could look different for everybody. Right. But but even even then, I think that there would still be an appropriate and an inappropriate response to that. Because you could gauge real quick if someone's just not comfortable telling you something because mm-hmm. of this the time sensitivity with it. Right. Or if they're not comfortable with telling you something because they just don't want to open up. Like there's like there's a big difference. Okay. Yeah. Like I I, I feel like I feel like I've been around enough people and had enough conversation with people to know mm-hmm. if if someone's actively blocking a response or if they're just like, uh, can we just enjoy this for a little bit yeah, longer? Yeah, table then, that. You know, yeah, table <laughs> yeah. that for a little bit and then come back to it because I don't, I don't feel comfortable talking about that right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, cool. And then and then you you get it and you get going. But I, I do think, and this is what this article was getting at, is that a lot of times when we try to find chemistry in or with someone we're trying to find it in all the wrong places Mm -hmm. and a lot of times you might find yourself finding more chemistry with someone that can actually relate to you a little bit better and and this is where i and i I had this conversation with someone you know uh but not you know but i had this conversation with someone a, a little bit ago and this is a while back when i was in a dating scene and they would ask me you know are you open to dating white people and or white women. This is a white woman asking you this. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. yeah. And not not because she was 
trying to date me, okay. but I think maybe she's trying to set me up with someone okay, and things like okay. that. And and I told her, you know, I, I dated white women before. Uh -huh. And I, I mean, if I click with someone, then I don't mind clicking with someone. But right. in my experience, just because our upbringing, the, the experience is so different and what we like and, and what the customs are. A lot of times we not really butt heads, but we just weren't seeing eye to eye. Like I felt like there was a lot of places that I wasn't able to click with this person because of just the, the cultural difference. Mm -hmm. So I, I was always, I always felt like I clicked better with, you know, people of color or at least just people that were minorities in general, mm -hmm. just because typically the upbringing Cultural was culturally, right, right, right. Mm -hmm. there, there were things that were pretty much the same or even if they weren't the same at least there were things that were understood right and and again it's not to say that I didn't have a good time when I was dating white women it, it's not that at all but it, it, there was always just that just that something that was there that was missing something that was there that was just like eh. and I think that just had to do with just the actual chemistry of upbringing like what and not just what parents I'm not talking about that but I'm talking just about your this, life experience what did the world yeah. look like mm -hmm. like my world look like in comparison to what their world looked like and yeah I could see know, that and even certain conversations got not to say that they not to say that they they got they, they went to a bad place but some conversations were just avoided because of just an obvious cultural difference mm-hmm you know, I, I couldn't imagine what it would be like to have, to be in an inter interracial relationship and then having to deal with some of the conversations that, you know, the media shoves down our throats and we're faced with and then having mm -hmm. to look, look at that person and say, hey, what are your thoughts on it? And Or what are your family's thoughts on it? Because it's just like if you're serious with somebody, sometimes even if that person doesn't feel a certain type of way, they might have family members. Right. Let's be real. Like, that's, a, that's still well, a thing. Right. And that was that was a big issue with my most my my ex was <clears throat> her and I we were fine it, there weren't any racial issues or things like that but her family was not okay with her being with a black man right even though culturally half her family were were close it's it's very <laughs> similar like they same skin tone as me for the most part right but um yeah but it doesn't mean they want that but it doesn't mean they want for that. their for their children exactly yeah. exactly exactly so so it put her in a situation where at times and she would tell me but at times she felt like she had to pick between you know me mm -hmm. and them and th that wasn't fair and it wasn't yeah. my doing but it was people that yeah that could be stressful right yeah right so I say all that to say, you know, a lot of times it, you know, to, to piggyback off of what this article is going with, a lot of times we look for certain things that we're trying to find in a person when a lot of it's just kind of as simple as figuring out their roots and, and figuring out. It makes me think about why arranged marriages are successful. Right. And that's what I was going to kind of go off on when I almost derailed and I kind of brought it back mm -hmm. because I was, and I don't know a whole lot about arranged marriages other than... Indian Matchmaker, it's a dating show on Netflix. Okay, I believe that's the the name of it, but it kind of it kind of gave you a snapshot of what a more modernized arranged, arranged marriage, marriage looked like. like, and from what this television show was showing is that you had two Indian families, or well, it was basically following you know multiple Indian families, but. Two, as far as trying to get two people in or two families engaged with one another, okay. right? And so, 
the parents were involved. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't just the it's person that was getting married. Affair. It was a yeah. family thing. Mm-hmm. And so this matchmaker, she would find people that kind of matched personality-wise and she thought uh-huh. matched personality-wise with the person that was in seek of a relationship. So so the star of the show kind right. of thing. And she would have portfolios and set out the portfolios. And in the portfolios, it would talk about what did the parents do? What, what's the parents' education? How long have they been together? Are they still together? What what religion do they practice? And yada, yada, yada. So then as this person is going through these things, the father and the mother are looking pretty much, they're focused on what are the parents like? Because a lot of times that's going to give you a good indication on what that person is going to be like, mm-hmm. right? And so from there then the other family does the same thing. Mm -hmm. So even though we're interested in this, we need to make sure that they're interested in you. Mm -hmm. And then if that works, then now, you know, we, we merge these two things together. But, but if you think about it and I know, I know that arranged marriage thing that creates all sorts of controversies and things things like that, even though those marriages are typically uh, more successful than uh, what we will consider our traditional way of marriages. And I know someone would say, because it's probably by force, you can't get a divorce. I don't know. But but I could I could definitely see, as far as how it was handled, mm-hmm. I could see if they were successful because they were truly successful, I could see why it happened that way. But if you, if you look back at how people just were in general, right? We didn't always live in a time where we were so spread apart. Right. What do you mean? As far as up until now, we didn't live in a world where I can meet someone online that lives in Ohio that I did. Oh, never like geographic, like geographically, okay, right? Okay, okay. Or, or even, or even this migration patterns, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm from Cleveland, mm-hmm. and from Cleveland, I joined the service, and I moved to North Carolina, and after North Carolina, I decided I didn't want to go back to Cleveland. I wanted to come to Orlando, so now this is where I live. But there was a time where people weren't moving that way because that yeah. wasn't readily available. You weren't just picking up and traveling. So you were pretty much staying within your circle. So if you're staying... And where your parents grew up. And, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So if you're staying within that inner circle, within mm-hmm. no within those city limits or whatever it may be, there's, there was a, a better... There was a higher percentage of a chance that your parents knew their parents. Right. And so you would have known a little bit about them and they would have told you, no, nah, don't they, you know, they're yeah, such and yeah, such. Yeah. And so now everyone's able to kind of, uh, there was like a, a footprint, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I guess for lack of better words, mm-hmm. of what everyone had been doing within their yeah. life and because the, everyone's talking. So you almost had to be <laughs> a good person if you wanted to be with a good person. Yeah. Right. It wasn't too often, I would imagine, back in the day where you're seeing this piece of shit now getting away because Or even if you were a good person but you came from a shitty family, that could cause issues with anybody issues. trying to be with you or someone's right. parents being okay with their their child being with you. Right. And for whatever reason, as soon as you said it, and I don't know if you thought the same thing, but I was thinking of Shameless. Yeah. Like the Gallaghers. Like no one wanted to be <laughs> teamed up with the Gallaghers because everyone knew about the Gallaghers and no one wanted <laughs> yeah. to deal with any of that shit, even though, you know, you had Fiona who seemed like a, a pretty good person, you know, but while, while she was still on the like show. Trying not to be like that, yeah. Trying not to be like that. And then you saw Lip struggle with the same thing and right. trying to just battle with that identity because that name in... I guess to tie it back into real life, 
if you're within a community of people, yeah, come a lot of bad, that name bad travels. Age. Like, yeah. oh, that's a Davis? Oh, no, we don't mess with those Davises. They're trouble. <laughs> right. And yeah. so now you're known. Mm -hmm. And then when you leave town or when you did leave town, then there was a time where people would want to know about, oh, so where'd you come from? Oh, okay, okay. And they would ask questions and then they want to know about What's what's what this you know these these Davises that just moved around you know what's what's their deal why why aren't they where you, you see what I'm saying mm -hmm. but now people are just so spread out and There's so all over the place that, yeah I I I had the the option to reinvent myself if I really wanted to and most people do and right and most people get away with it. And no one would ever fucking know. But that could also be a good thing because sometimes it's just like if you do come from a shitty family or shitty situations, it, it's not fair that if you're not that way that that holds you back. Correct. It's you not know? fair. Right. So there's that too. The, right. You know, it doesn't always have to be that you're trying to hide that you're a shit person. Right, 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 right. <laughs> and reinvent right. yourself. Right. Yeah. Correct. Correct. But, but yes, so those conversations should be had and, and for anyone out there that is trying to find chemistry with another person because trust and believe that's going to come up it will come and up it's going to cause issues maybe not detrimental to the relationship but things that are going to need to be worked through and also how did this person grow up if you want to have children that that's going to affect how you were brought up is going to be an indicator of how you're going to raise your children, whether it's completely different from how you grew up because mm -hmm. you may have grown up fucked up and don't want to do that to your mm -hmm. kids or not. Like all, all of that is so important. Yeah. I mean, to tie it, you know, to, I guess, kind of bring it back up to one of my experiences. I grew up with, I grew up in a household where, where both parents worked. Mm -hmm. Both my parents worked a job they both brought in an income, which, you know, allowed us to live a certain lifestyle. And um, that's all I knew. Mm -hmm. I knew that mom and dad go to work and I go to daycare, then I go to school or whatever it may be. And then I come home and then we all have dinner together. And then that's that's what it is. Everyone's always out the house. The house is empty mm -hmm. during the day. And so one of the things that I required from my previous relationships was a woman that worked and I, I just shied away from that for a little bit because one of them wanted to be a stay at home mom. And I, I entertained that idea because that was something that they wanted to do and you know, whatever, but, but there were a lot of talks that were had with that, but then there were also expectations that were had with that. Because again, I'm used to seeing a woman work. I'm not used to seeing someone stay at home and, and do things, if that makes sense. Okay. So I say all that to say, you know, that's, that would be my example of, you know, me projecting what I saw from the world growing up and the expectations that I had, you know, in regards to what a family looks like versus that that other person who was used to seeing a stay at home mom mm -hmm. and who initially wasn't against the idea of both parents working, but then wanted to tie back into what made her feel comfortable because mm -hmm. of what, what, what she saw. So, and obviously after you have children, your, your mind changes. changes. You're right. it, yeah. it changes how you view things and, and how you want to move about. And I, and I understand it, but uh, it, it certainly caused a little bit of a clash because again, it was just not that this person was wrong and not that I was wrong. It was just, this is just how I've viewed the world and how I thought it, 
should operate successfully. Mm -hmm. But this is how that person viewed the world and how they think it should operate successfully. And we just weren't seeing eye to eye on it. Yeah. Which, again, if this was something that could have been, you know, talked about early on, then it could have been quite possible that red flags would have been thrown up on either side and it would have been like, uh, not, not, yeah, this not might going, not work. Not going that right. Not going that role. It, it, right. This won't work for the long term, kind of thing. So, yeah, I think it's important. So, while while uh, did you have anything else that you want to add to that, or we can we kind of get off of that? Yeah. So, um, long distance relationships. I'm not, I'm not even going to pull up the article, and I'm not, I'm not even going to break the article down. But this article is basically talking about how to maintain a successful, intimate, long-distance relationship. And I immediately thought to myself, I believe that you can, and I, and I know I'm not, I'm just generalizing here, and I'm sure there are people out there that have successful long-term relationships and, you know, whatnot. But I believe that sustaining a long-distance relationship isn't necessarily the hard part the hard part is turning that long distance relationship into a closer proximity relationship everyday relationship and then and then seeing what the fuck happens there right yeah and i and i say that because i, I almost feel like a, a long distance relationship would be easy to maintain thank in you. comparison to, thank you i see your fucking face every day thank you that's exactly <laughs> what i thought i go and I've been in a long distance relationship, and I and I can and I, I and I can tell you this right now. I can tell you this right now. This was uh, my 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 ex wife. Our you know our relationship started when we were children, which teenagers. Yeah, teenagers. Okay. Yeah, well, it's just the same thing. <laughs> no, right? it's not. Yeah, it's okay. not the no. same thing. Our relationship started when we were teenagers. Okay. Right, and uh, then our relationship kind of. You know, we went our separate ways, and then later on in our uh, uh, early ad adulthood, 20, 22, 23, or whatever mm -hmm. time frame, we linked back up, and we had a long-distance relationship. I was in the military. She was in, in college. But we kind of had this chemistry because of, yeah, chemistry. There, there it is, that word again. We, we had, uh, I, I guess, unfinished business. Okay. Right. Because at the end of the day, that's that's basically what it was. It was something that we were trying to bring back from our teenage life. Puppy love life. Right. Puppy love life. Right. But it was magical mm -hmm. because it was long distance. I was busy as fuck. She was busy as fuck. And then whenever we did find time to see one another, and we spent a lot of time texting one another mm -hmm. and, you know, mm -hmm. speaking to one another on the phone and yada, right. yada, yada, and talking about our days and all these all this other good stuff. But then when we saw each other... You know, and it, and it might have been once a month, sometimes twice a month. Endorphins through the roof because yeah. this was someone that You're gonna you enjoyed the you got time to miss. you have with this. You person. enjoyed every fucking minute, and then every minute that went by, you were thinking, "Oh my gosh, I wish the minute the time would go by slower," and mm -hmm. yada yada yada. Because only not because of how we truly felt about one another, because we found out real quick that once once we closed the gap in that in that distance and we started living together we found out we didn't like one another and it, <laughs> it, it didn't take us long at all to find out that we did not like one another um which caused us a lot of problems we just didn't want to admit it at the time we just you know stubborn and just kept pushing through 
But um, but that long distance relationship, I can remember it was some of the, the happiest moments in the relationship because we allowed ourselves to want one another. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because distance makes a heart grow fonder. For right? sure. And so and so I looked at this article and I'm thinking, yo, a long distance relationship is not that hard to maintain. Now, I had another long distance relationship before this one. And and I I almost wouldn't even call it a, a real relationship. I want to say we dated for maybe a, a, a couple months. But that one went bad only because we were, yeah, you know, I was a little bit younger. We were both a little bit more jealous, right? So yeah. I couldn't go out without this person thinking one thing. She couldn't go out without me thinking one thing. And so right. I can see a world where that kind of thing can make a long-distance relationship mm -hmm. hard, where you're just too immature to do uh, it. That, I was going to say that probably is more of an age thing. That was Yeah, that was that was certainly yeah. a, just an age thing. But um, but but I, I, just, I read that article and I was thinking, the long distance, that's the easy fucking part. <laughs> it's really easy to not be annoyed by someone because you don't yeah, have to see when you do all see each other, it's like their shit. Honeymoon time every right. time, every time, mm -hmm. every time. And then you want to. It's it. It can only be good because that's all you're gonna make of it because that's what you have. That's it. Yeah. That's it. You're more than likely not gonna argue about some shit. Yeah. Because you don't have to share anything. <laughs> you're not sick of seeing that person's fucking face. That person didn't. You know. You know mess up your sleep i'm not talking about you i'm just talking about no no no. i thought you were gonna say something about what? like something that happened has happened or comes up like you and I, no no no, no. <laughs> i thought i thought some of those things in my head but i i chose not to say uh -huh. it because i didn't want to make this personal i'm just generalizing i'm talking about what everyday people go through and i'm right. sure i'm sure yeah. everyone that's married everyone has been in a in a has lived with someone for yeah they know you you know at some point you hated that person's fucking face at some point you you hated their uh, body odor from the hamper. <laughs> there it is. And you, and you lit a fucking candle. And then not only did you light the candle, but you told them about it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but these things happen. But that's regular schmegular shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh -huh. You know, they might let a dish or two soak, you know, to get uh, the protein to, to get the protein out or the, uh -huh. you know, the oats because oats like to dry up in a bowl. You know what I'm saying? So they, they uh -huh. try to think ahead, but they get to it, uh -huh. but just not when you want them to. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> anything else? <laughs> I don't know. Is there anything else? Anything else you want to talk about? On? No, no, no. But anyone that's been in a real relationship, you know could probably vouch for you spend enough time with someone you can easily find a you know a handful of things that drive you nuts about this person and i and i'm gonna add especially the older you get and the more set in your ways you already oh have. god <laughs> yes oh it's I way easier important. yeah or if you've had the opportunity to live alone as an adult oh jesus <laughs> and then you try to merge that with someone it's it's work. I I have no basis of comparison because I I didn't do this early on. Um, as far as you know, living with someone early, early, I didn't I didn't live with someone until I was what twenty four, twenty five. That's still pretty. No, young. no, it's it's still pretty young, but maybe you're a little bit more flexible then. But no, 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 but but I had already lived 
alone. You see what I'm saying? Okay. So I, I was living in the barracks and I kind of okay. had my way of doing things. So I, w- what I'm getting at is I think my experience and her experience would be different than someone that linked up early on, like after high school and now you're growing up with this person and mm-hmm. things like that. Like I, I, cause I, I watch this. I can remember one of the, the first arguments that we got into was for Thanksgiving. She wanted to cook chitlins in the house and I was not fucking having it. I was like, no way. Chitlins are not being made in the house. Cause I don't like the stink of it, but you know me and, and nothing's changed about me as far as how I tolerate smells. I don't like lingering smells. Yeah. I don't like furniture smelling like anything. If we're cooking something, the door is going to get cracked open. The right. fans are going to get turned on. And we on. have that in common. We don't fry food. No. I I can count on one hand how many times we fry food. And it, yeah. it's been twice. Yeah, it has. Twice. <laughs> Legit, twice. But and we were already lighting candles, opening doors, and we were 100%. on the same page about it. Yeah. I don't like it. Right. She, that didn't bother her. And it's not to call her a dirty person or anything like that, but yeah. it, it just didn't it's bother her. But it bothered bother me to the him. point where I'm like, hell no, it's not going to happen. So, you know, I, I say that to say I, I didn't really grow up with her. So I, I would imagine that someone that started off early, early on living with someone, anyone in general, it didn't have to necessarily be a significant other, but it could have been anyone in general, Right. If you if you do that, then you might be a little bit more flexible with what it looks like to share a space with someone versus someone that's now trying to do it in their thirties, mm-hmm. trying to to split a space with someone else that's you know had a journey as well. Mm. You know, things <laughs> things things get a little you know things get a little rough. Yeah, but luckily and and. And I, we're talking about relationships, but luckily, if you're in a relationship with someone, then at least you all are on the same team. Right. And so you're willing to compromise without feeling like you're butting heads versus I, I, I look at adults that live with other adults that you're not with, that you're not on the same agenda with. And I go, how the fuck is that possible? Mm-hmm. Because we, we don't. What? <laughs> because if it let's say let's say it's. Let's say I had a roommate, mm-hmm. right? If I had a roommate, more than likely he's going to be a grown man mm-hmm. with the way he wants to do things. Yeah. And so if I say something, it might rub him the wrong way versus if I say something to you, it's not going to rub you the wrong way because we're on the same team. Right. right? If it did rub you the wrong way, at least a conversation be had. Right. It wouldn't be, I'm a grown man, blah, blah, blah. Right. Like, All right. Because we're, we're, not, we're not on the same agenda. We're not on the same page. Yeah. I might want to go to bed at 10, 1030. You might want to come in the house at 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that shit because now you're waking me up. Mm-hmm. But you don't want me to tell you that you had to come in the house Yeah, giving somebody a curfew, another right. grown man a curfew. But we're not on the same page yeah. versus us. We're on the same program. So right. you ain't going to come in the house at 2 a.m. <laughs> right. I already know that about you because I know that about you. Right. But So yes, if you're in a long-distance relationship, long-distance relationship, I don't think that that's going to be your your biggest obstacle. <laughs> I don't think your biggest obstacle is going to be how the do distance. you how do you keep it intimate and and how do you keep this long relationship going, especially nowadays. 
with FaceTime and, you know, everything. Now you virtual reality. Wait, you can put some goggles on and be next to the person. Or at least yeah. it appears that you're, you're next to that person and you're having a conversation with them. And I would think with the, the amount of options we have today, mm-hmm. if you're choosing to be in a long-distance relationship, you really want to make that work. So you're going to make, make it work. You know what I'm saying? It's not it. for lack of options. Because mm-hmm. people have all the fucking options today. So right. if you're doing that, if that's your situation, then you really want to do that and so you will you'll make it happen right right but in my experience the long distance relationship is the the easiest part the hardest part is turning that into the transition to every day everything and now now you really get to figure out okay do i really like this person do i really like being around this person because now you're around this person for an extended period of time and for the real yeah (laughs) <laughs> because then because because now and, and this is this 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 is the fucked up part because now you're starting the honeymoon phase so deep into everything else you see what yeah. i'm saying versus in the beginning you know and, and i know i know it's coined the honeymoon phase because it's supposed to be after you're married now you're on a honeymoon no 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 no, no. The, the honeymoon phase is like early early on in the <laughs> yeah, relationship yeah. where you're you're really spending time with that person and, and you're getting to know that person and, and every, all, all the all the things with it but if you're in a long distance relationship and you've been doing this for quite some time you probably invested already a year into this person mm-hmm. at least that's how my situation was i invested a year into this person and then you know all the other time that we had when we were teenagers but then now here we are finding out real quick that uh uh-uh, we really don't click with one another we really don't agree with one another but it's like well what do you do with all that time yeah. and now you almost feel like you owe it to that person or you or you owe it to the relationship to make it work to make it work and then and it, but it makes it really freaking hard because yeah, it's like okay well you know what, what what do you do so yeah. Yeah, and I guess since you have those moments, you almost hold on to those. Like, but we we had it so good. Like, it was so good. Right. So it, it has to work. We got to figure this because thing we out. like each yeah. other. We're just right. we're just. But, yeah. then, but then hindsight is twenty twenty. So then you look back at it years later and you go, oh, we really didn't yeah. know one another. We just we just got to see the best parts of the person because. It's a natural thing. And it's not to say anyone's being fake. It's not to say I was being fake or she was being fake. It's just such a natural thing to do that when you're selectively choosing to spend time with that person Mm -hmm. or even communicate with that person, like when you talk to them, like I have to come home every day and see you, right? So you're going to see me in a bad mood occasionally. You're going to see me dealing with... The world. I'm going to see you dealing with the world mm-hmm. and what that may look like and how you and I may treat each other based on what took place that day, that mm-hmm. week or whatever it may be. While that long distance relationship is as easy as, hey, I'm a little bit busy. Let me let me get back to you in a little bit. And you collect yourself, you get yourself together. And then now, hey, what's going on? How's your day? Yeah. Oh, my God, I miss you. Da, 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 da. Because you you got to figure everything out. So that person option. the yeah. best version of you. Yeah. If you're... If you're, if you're in a long distance relationship and you're getting on the phone and being an asshole, yikes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Because <laughs> you didn't have to be on that phone. All right. You know? Mm-hmm. And then when those meetups, if those meetups go bad, yeah, just that is a red flag. <laughs> yeah. Because 
all the endorphins are supposed to go wild. Everything's right. supposed to go. If anything, I could see a world where things might get bad towards the end of a meetup because you you all are already preparing for yeah. that that little heartache of missing one another. Yeah. So you want to you know it's almost but that but that's a, a natural thing that yeah that people I know do. what you're saying. So I I could see a world where you know that might happen, but that's just because you're just having a hard time dealing with what's about to happen. Mm-hmm. But um, if it's if it's bad because it's just, <laughs> if you saw each other and it's, you're just not feeling it. Yeah. Time to move on. But the article wasn't saying anything about that. I was just prejudging the article and uh, immediately saying, hmm, <laughs> you think the long distance part is hard? No. <laughs> no. no. Let me tell you something. Wait until you all get into a real relationship with one another. Right. Because I'm of the belief that that long distance shit, it ain't real. It, it's, it's, it's real as far as as real as it can be given the circumstances, but it's not, you know, hey, you left the toilet seat up real. Or you got your dick stuck in the so- toilet seat and woke me up in the middle When it happens, when it happens, I'm like, shit, did I wake her up? <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh-huh. That's what this one's going to be called, meat in the seat. <laughs> meat in the seat. Yeah, there That's it great. is. Meat in the seat. There it is. There it is. You ready to get out of here? Yeah. All right, people, we really do appreciate you. Uh, If you are listening to this, this will be released on the 17th of November. And that means that we are new parents Mm -hmm. to a lovely baby girl. Mm -hmm. And we are not actually with you all this week. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This is actually recorded on the 11th, the 11th of of November. 11-11. 11-11. Veterans Day. So, um, yep. Yep, yep, yep. We hope that this was a little bit better than episode 71. <laughs> so if you got through episode 70, good on you. And if it wasn't that bad, maybe, you know, just, you know say, hey, it wasn't as bad as you think. It Don't can be, so be hard great all the time. It can be great all the time. Right. But I, I feel like that the that the solid numbers, like 60, 70, 80, I feel like those had to be not. Got you. you know, yeah. You have that expert. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what we were. I don't know. What, uh, fuck it. It happens. It is what it is. It is what it is. But um, we really do appreciate you. And, That's uh, what happens when you commit to something. It's not always, you know, perfect. You just well, ride the waves. Ride the waves, and that was just a downward. <laughs> <laughs> but this was this one. I felt I feel good about this one. Okay, good. I feel really, really good about this one. So um, we will see you again next week, and it will be recorded tomorrow. So we are actually. Not sleeping, probably. <laughs> yeah, a lot's going on. In a perfect world, you will be out of the hospital mm-hmm. or you will be getting discharged from the hospital and we will be making our way home. So, uh, yeah, we'll see you in the future. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds very dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for rocking with us. Peace. Bye. Bye bye, bye, bye.